Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood here, and I'm joined as always by Jake Thomas. Jake, what's up, buddy? Man, I'm doing great. I'm looking, I'm looking a little scruffy, looks like. I need to need to go for a trim sometime soon. But good to be here, man. And uh, man, what a great day of action it was yesterday. I mean, it's fun, fun to watch all them games, especially ours. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, good win for Alabama. Obviously, uh, New Mexico State was a much inferior opponent, but you know Alabama handled business. You know, like like you would want them to, and they kind of done everything that you expected them to do. So good, good performance by Alabama. Kind of get back on their feet after that struggle win they had against LSU. But uh, we're going to talk about that in a little more detail in here in just a minute. But before we get started, make sure you head on over to BetOnline.ag for all your online sports betting needs whether it's the NFL, the NBA, college football, college basketball, just whatever you're, you know, whatever you're craving at the moment, head on over to betonline.ag and place those bets. And if you sign up today and use promo code BELIEVE50, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Also, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Like, share, retweet, do whatever you can to help promote the Tide Talk podcast. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you are subscribed there. Get in the comment section and tell us how you feel about uh, the, the win Alabama had this Saturday against New Mexico State. All right, Jay, let's just jump right into things. Uh, first, we'll start offensively. Uh, Alabama was able to get back on track, scoring 59 points against New Mexico State. Uh, just your initial thoughts on the offense and how they played, uh, especially with the makeshift offensive line. I missed the, the first quarter of the game, and, of course, I was keeping up with it. I know they stalled out the very first series, but after that, they couldn't be stopped. Uh, you know, offense, offensive line-wise, you know, I thought they played fairly well. Now, I know it's New Mexico State, and they were 1-8. I think they're 1-9 now, so that was 1-8 at the time. So, I mean, they, they wasn't a great defensive front anyway or defense, uh, but – you know, you've got to have games like that, I feel like, to get some confidence back, especially after last week's game. And uh, I believe they uh, they, they got their, their uh, footing back. But overall, man, you know, also these, these games also risk injury. Man, do we have a ton of injuries. And I hate it for guys like JoJo Earl. Uh, I know they said he may come back. But Rodell Williams, is, you know, I, I hate that for that kid because, you know, he's been our spark, it seems like, coming off, uh, you know, that second, third, fourth quarter. He's just been been a lightning rod for us. And losing him, now we're, you know, we do have kind of a <laughs> AKA emergency situation at running back. But B-Rob's still healthy. He's still going to get the load. And Trey Sanders, I thought, come in late and, and got some really good yarders, get his confidence up as well since he ain't played much lately. So, overall, I'm fine with the offense. Yeah, it was nice to see that the injuries were obviously the the I guess the biggest takeaway unfortunately from the game to Jojo Earl and then to Rodell Williams and uh it's probably you know, I would say most likely neither one of those guys are going to play Rodell Williams for sure the, the rest of this year. Uh and DeMarco Helens is fine by the way. He he went down with a, I think a groin injury but he could have played uh, later in that contest, but just kind of kept him out for precautionary reasons. So he's fine. Uh, but yeah, losing Jojo Earl and Rodell Williams, that's, that's tough. And uh, you know, that's, that's the situations that you want to avoid, especially in those matchups against teams like New Mexico state, but you know, injuries are a part of the game and you know, it's gotta be next man up. And uh, unfortunately for that running back room, like you mentioned, it's, it's almost to an emergency situation because uh 
scholarship backs are, are dwindling down. We've now lost uh, Jace McClellan, Rodell Williams, and Kamar Wheaton. The freshman five-star has not played this year because of an injury. So uh, that's three backs there on scholarship that are not available right now. So uh, I had to move Des Moines Kennedy from linebacker to running back and Christian Leary from wide receiver to running back. And, you know, those guys look capable. I mean, they're not going to be – elite running backs. Christian Leary looked like he had some pop to him, but, uh, you know, he's a little smaller guy, so I'm not sure how much of a load he could actually carry. But I'm with you. Trey Sanders looks fine. He, he looked good in his his time that he played yesterday with the second unit. But um, And, you know, to start the second half, we still had the first-team offense minus B-Rob, and Trey Sanders ran the ball right down the field for us. And, yeah. and then we tried to pass play, and, and Bryce fumbles the ball. But, uh, yeah. But, you know, Trey Sanders did a really good job yesterday. Hopefully he's, you know, he's getting healthier and healthier each week And because uh, his album is going to need him now. I mean, he's really the second back now behind uh, uh, Brian Robinson Jr. So uh, the the injuries on offense is what's is, is really the biggest takeaway from yesterday. Uh, I'm with you. The offensive line did just fine, and it's hard to really tell. It's, it's hard In these games, it's hard to be overly critical right. or overly optimistic but just because of the opponent that you played. So – uh, but it was nice to see Billingsley and Latou each catch a touchdown pass, and, and hopefully they kind of got their mojo back and can be contributors for the offense uh, moving forward. Yeah, I was going to mention uh, Jaleel Billingsley. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he dropped that first touchdown pass. And what I loved about it, you know, we didn't give up on him. We was like, okay, we're going back to you next play. Right. And it was the same as that route pretty much, and he yep. caught it. I mean – you know, that's got to be a, a boost of confidence for him because they're like, man, I, you know, I've been dropping all these here lately. I've dropped a touchdown pass. But, you know, the guy's like, no, we're going back to you. You, you know, you're going to make this touchdown for us. And we yeah. went back to him and, and it happened. So that was great to see. And the two, of course, uh, had a touchdown uh, pass as well. But, um, man, it, it's great. Uh, you know, offensively, they, they play great. And, uh, you know, we should be getting down court back for the, Right. You know, for Arkansas and um, and Auburn, uh, how will Cohen will Cohen be back? Was well, Co- Cohen is is going to try to start back to practice on Tuesday. Okay, so uh, there's a great possibility that he comes back. And uh, I thought Damian George played really well at right tackle. I so I, I'm I'm expecting him to hold on to that right tackle spot even when uh, Darren Dalcourt gets plugged back into center. So uh, in my opinion, I, I think Chris Owens is going to be you know, that sixth offensive lineman for Alabama, whether he has to play center or tackle, uh, you know, later on in the year. But uh, getting the offensive line straightened out is, is critical down the stretch. Absolutely. And what what more can we say about J-Mo Williams? Dude? Oh, I man. mean, I mean, you talk about a deep threat. And, and you know, a lot of people that I talked to have been critical about Bryce Young and his deep ball hadn't been as accurate. But he was pretty accurate with J-Mo. You know, when J-Mo He's, gets loose – you know, I was talking about this today with with, with my dad. How uh, you know, in the early part of the year, Bryce did struggle a lot with the with deep ball accuracy, mm-hmm. but it seems like he's starting to come around and, and be more comfortable with that that deep ball. So, uh, yeah. if, if Alabama can add that a more consistent deep threat uh, to the offense, you know, they'll just be that much stronger. And uh, the the offense is 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 going to be key moving forward because I think the defense is good enough to win a championship is the offense consistent enough to win one. That's, that's the question that that's, that remains to be seen, you know, as we head into next week against Arkansas and Auburn should beat both of those teams. But then you think about the matchup with Georgia 
there in the SEC championship game and, and then moving on, you know, maybe to the college football playoff. But offensively, it's just a, you know, status quo against New Mexico State, a really solid performance. Like I said, you can't take too much from it or take too much from it away from it. So just kind of is what it is and uh, move on to next week against Arkansas. Yeah, and real quick before we jump to the defensive side, I you know the 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 freshman stud that's in waiting in the wings, Jalen Milrow. I mean, he got his chance, and yeah. that dude is quick as lightning. He I really mean, is, man. I mean, he you know everybody everybody on Twitter, of course, is screaming for him, and I understand you know Paul Tyson got to get his touch too. I guess he is technically the second QB on the roster, but Jalen he just brings a different aspect than Paul Tyson does. And I, I'm not bashing Paul Tyson, but yeah, Jaylen, he looked fine yesterday. He, he Tyson did. looked fine. He did. And, um, but, but Jalen gives you a different aspect than, than Tyson. I mean, he can run the ball if he needs to scramble out of the pocket and he don't take, he, he's kind of like Bryce. He don't care to take a hit. Either, yeah. You know? And, and Jacoby Brooks got robbed of a touchdown late yes. in that game on that holding call they called on Ty Jones Bell. when uh, Even if he was holding, Jake, he was holding the guy at the one-yard line as Ja'Cory Brooks was crossing the goal line. So if the dude makes the tackle, it's still a touchdown. Right, I know. That was that was crazy. But The, the backup wide receivers impressed me, too, that come in second yeah. half. All them, yeah, all hey, them new guys. And it, was, it was good to see Baker in the game yes. and Jai Hall in the game. They've yes. kind of both been in the doghouse a little bit this year. But they both got in the game yesterday, and, and hopefully that's kind of enough to to satisfy that thirst that that those guys uh, wanted to, to get in the game and get into action. So uh, a lot of young talent on this team, like Man. you mentioned, with Milrow and and uh, Jai Hall, Jacory Brooks. So a lot to look forward to in the future, and and we're certainly excited about that. But let's let's move to the defensive side of the ball real quick, Jake. Uh, just another really suffocating performance by the defense, and. Uh, Dallas Turner, Will Anderson, uh, you know, LeBron Ray had a really good game. Nice to see him get a sack after all the injuries he's he's been through in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Henry Toa Toa and Christian Harris continue to to get better and better each week there in the middle of the defense. And uh, Jordan Battle is, is you know, like we mentioned, he's playing his best football of his Alabama career. So just a really solid performance by the defense again. Absolutely, and, and the guy you didn't mention was Malachi Moore. I've been waiting for him to, yes. to step up. I think he had like three or four mm-hmm. tackles for loss. I believe I, I know for three. I think he had three tackles for loss. He might have had another one in the game. But, I mean, you know, we've been waiting for him to break out, and, and he, he broke out in a big way yesterday. So, finally, I think he's starting to come around, and that just looms deadly for, for our opponents coming up because, like you said, our defense right now, is incredible. I mean, they're playing. Right. They're playing. You know, Will Anderson is is the heart and soul of this team. We've already seen that, and and I know New Mexico State wasn't going to stop him, but my gracious, I mean, it, it don't matter. We talk about it every, each and every week. It don't matter. You can triple team him. He's still two. Yeah, he's still two footsteps away from a quarterback, even when he's releasing the ball. I yep. mean, I don't know how anybody's going to stop this kid. He he just has a has a motor, and now. Now with the emergence of Dallas Turner on, on opposite side of him, yeah. you know, and I and I, I said this on tw- you know I tweeted this out yesterday. I love Drew Sanders, but the way Dallas you know Turner's playing right now, yeah. I know you can probably spell him out, but but Dallas has has a different factor than Sanders yep. can bring to you. So, uh, agree, hundred percent. You yeah. you can't take his ability to rush the passer off the field, right? So, and he's and he's not a liability against the run or anything. So. No. Uh, you know, and that's kind of something that's very surprising, not surprising, but it's rare 
for guys that are, you know, such elite pass rushers like Will Anderson and Dallas Turner, that they are also really good against the run, Jake. They they yeah. set the edge good. They're physical. You know, they have heavy hands. So when they when they get their hands on the ball here, they go down. I mean, so yeah. it's uh, it's nice to have two pass rushers on the edge like Turner and Anderson who can also play the run. But I'm with you. Uh, not nothing against Drew Sanders because he played well. You know, initially when when Christopher Allen went out, but uh, Dallas Turner, you know, he he just brings that you know dynamic and explosive uh, edge presence. You know, getting after the quarterback, and it's going to be hard to take that off the field. Absolutely, and and if you have teams that are going, teams are going to be lined up and, and trying to stop Will Anderson. Now they got to worry about Dallas Turner on the opposite side because you can't yeah. you can't overlook him because if you leave him free, he, he's going to come on. And and uh, Toa Toa got free yesterday. I mean, he's, yeah. he's He's playing probably his best ball with us right now. Yeah, t- so. teams are loading up on, on whatever side that Will Anderson lines up on, and it's it's <laughs> yeah. going to allow some free rushers from that opposite side. So yeah. guys like Dallas Turner or, or maybe a blitzing linebacker or a blitzing safety could could really eat up some some sacks or tackles for loss. And, and we saw that yesterday with, with get, like you mentioned, Malachi Moore getting some tackles for loss, Henry Toa getting a sack. So – uh, this defense is playing great, man, and you know they're they're really good against the run. I think they allowed nine rushing yards yesterday against New Mexico State, and I think they're in the top three or four in the country against the run. I think they're giving up around you know two and a half yards per carry uh, this wow. year. So, and and you think about it, they had that one anomaly against uh, Florida, where Florida mm-hmm. just ran all over them for whatever reason. But other than that, man, you take that game away. This rush defense has been lights out. I mean, this it's been, it's been crazy, and that's why you can't ever judge a team by just one game. You can't yep. judge judge them by their best game or their worst game because right. it's usually somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know this is a totally different team from the A and M team. You know that showed yeah, up it is. And, and like I said, they're pinning their ears back now on on defense. They're doing a lot more stunts. I really love the play calling that Pete Golden's been been calling the last couple of games. You know, and it seems a little more aggressive. Uh, yes. There's been a lot less, you know, three- and four-man rushes and, and a little more five- and six- and, and sometimes seven-man rushes. And, and you know, obviously that, that does, you know, that can lead to some bigger passing plays. But if you're getting to the pass before you can get rid of it, uh, that, that eliminates that part of it. So, yeah. I'm with you. I like the attacking style of defense that we've played the last few weeks. And it just seems like this defense is playing with, with, with the most confidence they've played with all season. Absolutely, and I think everybody's realized uh, that we don't need Will Anderson in coverage. We need him after the quarterback <laughs> each and every play. And that that's what they just go out there and tell him to line up somewhere and go after the quarterback. I mean, that's, that's find the quarterback in the football. <laughs> that's right, dude. I mean, and he's only a sophomore. Yep. The dude. I mean, I know a lot of teams or a lot of people don't get drafted for you know very first top pick in the NFL. But how, I mean, next year, how, if he has, continues having success, how do you not pick him number one next year? Right. I mean, I, I'm with you, Jake. I mean, I, I think at this moment, if he was draft eligible, he'd be the number one pick in the draft. I do too. I mean, he's he, he's a difference maker, and I'm glad yep. he's on our side. <laughs> you got that right. I'm glad we got him for one more year. Man, you ain't kidding. <clears throat> and Dallas Turner will be back next year too. So, right. Man, that's still talent across the board here. Really that's is, insane. man. Yeah. Hey, crazy. before we before we really sign off uh, after this uh, recap, basketball team got a win on uh, what Friday night. A great uh, win, huge uh, against, win against South Dakota State, one hundred four to eighty eight. Uh, Quinterly, Shackelford, Keon Ellis, 
Charles Bediaco. This team just continues to to show that they have uh, scores, you know, on all levels and, you know, all up and down the bench. So ho- hopefully Jawan Gary is not too seriously injured. But uh, they play again on Tuesday night against South Alabama. So looking to go 3-0, and great start for, for the men's hoop squad. Absolutely. And we, we, you know, we could dedicate a show just on the men's hoop because we love them guys as well. So we might have to do that in the future. But, man, it's, it's exciting times to be an Alabama fan right now if you're a fan of all of all sports like we yeah. are. So it's great. Uh, before we sign off, I was going to ask you a question. And I seen a lot of people, you know, tweet this out yesterday, especially since Mississippi State had that big comeback and beat Auburn. Alabama takes care of Arkansas this week. They pretty much win the West. And thanks to our friends at Ole Miss, too, for beating AM for also allowing it to happen. But now, <laughs> howdy, howdy. right now, people, you know, there's been some people saying that the Iron Bowl doesn't matter. You know, how, what, what's your. What's your opinion on that? Well, it, obviously, that's a lot of that is just in jest because right. we, we've won a national championship, mm-hmm. uh, even with excuse me with Auburn defeating us in the Iron Bowl. So, it, a lot of it's just in jest. But you know, the truth is, if Alabama beats Arkansas, mm-hmm. even if they drop that game to Auburn, uh, and then Alabama goes on and beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, it's Alabama's getting in the playoff. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's funny that that you know technically it doesn't matter, but I still want to go down there and beat the brakes off Auburn. Absolutely, I mean, and and they're going, you know, Auburn fans gonna get mad at, at me for saying this, but they they aren't our biggest rivals anymore. You know, it's Tennessee. I feel like so, but I still want to beat them because they're an in-state team. You know, and, and yeah. so, but you know, it's still a game that we got to get up for. We just can't go down there and lay an egg. You know, and right. well, that's for that's it, the so. only thing that's concerning is if the team does get the win Saturday against Ar- Arkansas, mm-hmm. um, that they go down there and kind of take Auburn lightly, and and you know what happens there at Jordan Hare Stadium, anything can happen there. Uh, yeah, I mean they they had a kind of some reverse voodoo on them yesterday after you know blowing that twenty eight to three lead, but thank you, gosh, but, <laughs> but, uh, thank you, Pirate Leach. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's uh, I, I still want Alabama to go down there and t- handle business, and, and you finish the regular season strong, eleven and one, and then then get ready to, to face Georgia there in the SEC championship game. And and another thing is that you know it could be interesting if if Alabama were to lose that game close, you know, I, they I don't know, you you know Alabama the way they're playing on that they are one of the top teams in the country. Yeah. And if they if they lose by by a late field goal against Georgia, right. who's obviously the number one team, how right. do you keep them out of the playoffs? Even with two exactly, losses? exactly. So so I mean, what you're saying is that they lost on a last second field goal to A and M and a last mm-hmm. second field goal to Georgia, right. one on the road and one on a neutral site. So I mean, like I, I'm with you, and, and all that's going to play out. I mean, right. there's a lot that can happen with the other teams that are up there uh, in the rankings. But you know, one one point I want to I want to point out. Before we wrap up, we're fixing to wrap things up on this this recap episode. But all these schools moaning and crying about Alabama playing New Mexico State. Oh out of God. out of the out of the twelve teams that you can say are you know kind of in the playoff hunt right now, Alabama has the top strength of schedule right. out of all those teams. Yes. So I, I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. No. So. Getting a better conference. I mean, it's well, and it's it's you know, not even that. I mean, they, they act like Alabama is the only team who plays a cupcake once a year, right? Or yeah. twice a year. 
even though they they did, they played Mercer and uh, New Mexico State. Jack, they still have a better strength of schedule than Ohio State, than right. Oklahoma, than uh, Cincinnati. Right. Cincinnati by a long shot. I mean, they got like the 100th ranked strength yeah. of schedule. Of course, I mean, Oklahoma's yeah. gone now. So yeah, they're they're done. They're toast. Yeah, yeah. but but anyways, I, <laughs> and, and I just want to make a public shout out, Steve Sarkeesian. Just come on home. Yeah, bring just bring come on back. home. Come on, just home, come, come on home. Come on home. What, a, I, what know, an embarrassing loss. Man, you know, I, I love you, Shark, but, but you know, I, we, we kind of label some of these coordinators, you know, who turn out to be head coaches that not that good at being a head coach or just a coordinator. You're starting to be in that, in that <laughs> you know, in that, in that realm with, you know, Will well, Muschamp. They've, like, they've lost, what, five in a row now? Yeah. And, I mean, they was getting blown out until they had to make a comeback against Kansas – Who's only won like two meaningful games in like twenty years? It seems like maybe yeah. like ten, but still. Yeah, that's tough. That's it's tough. it's rough <laughs> for them right now. Just come on home. We we got we got your seat. Bill O'Brien's been just been just I guess keeping <laughs> your seat warm. You can come on back. That's right. I'm with Jake on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, that's going to wrap up today's episode as we recap Alabama's fifty-nine to three victory over New Mexico State. Uh, yesterday in Bryant-Denny Stadium. Next up is Arkansas and then the Iron Bowl against the Auburn Tigers. Uh, once again, this show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Make sure you head over there, over there today, sign up, use promo code BELIEVE50, and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All right, Jake, look forward to talking to you again real soon. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.